0: Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Monica, I've been doing a lot of shopping because it's been week five and it's getting kind of getting to me. You know what's sold out right now on Amazon? Uh, paper towels. No, no. There's plenty of paper towels now because people have wised up and figured that they don't need 24 rolls of paper towel
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or, Uh, or toilet paper. Elastic.
0: No. I saw on Amazon that podcast microphones are all sold out. Really? Yeah. So let this be a PSA to everyone in Seattle. If you form a Seattle foodie podcast, a second one, we'll cut you. We'll come find you. We'll take your microphones. And we'll tear the whole place down.
1: I think what Nelson. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie <laughs> Podcast, everybody. <laughs> I think what Nelson means to say is he'll find you, then he'll send me to come get you. <laughs> but Nelson's not. Nelson's a big talker.
2: <laughs> I don't
1: know. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> but don't worry, guys. He has to find you first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I guess a lot of people have a lot to say because nobody wants to drive all the way out to Olympia to start protesting.
1: (laughs) Were there people at the protest?
0: No, I don't think. I think Washington is one of the smart states. I don't think there's any protests.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't yeah, it. it's just, I don't know, it's, it's a crazy world right now, but welcome everybody, it is episode 84 of the Seattle Foodie Podcast. Monica, how are you doing this week? I haven't talked to you till now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm kind of enjoying the sun. It's a little warm, but it's it's a nice, refreshing change of pace. The pollen's still pretty bad, though. So last week I had a lot of headaches all week, and so. But aside from that, I mean, it's it's beautiful uh, to get out. I'll go and sit on my porch, and then I'll be like, okay, that's too many people. I'm gonna go back in now. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just me seeing people. (laughs) So. It's like, I mean, I would go back. So um, what about you? I saw there's food trucks in your neighborhood. What happened? (laughs) Yeah,
0: I'm just going on my daily walk and I'm like, what? Food trucks never come in my suburban neighborhood. (laughs) It's just weird. (laughs) But apparently I checked. It's the Wise Guys food truck as well as the Panini food truck. Yeah, I checked their schedule and they have been here on Wednesdays and Saturdays Mm -hmm. for the last two weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah, here's the thing. We are not a high traffic area. Obviously, nobody's working in the Costco area or those Microsoft buildings, so mm-hmm. they have to find a new area. And they've been up in the Issaquah Highlands, but it's so rare. And I was just, I was just caught off guard by it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've they've got to change uh, the way they sell. It's it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard for them. At least you know here, there's a lot of breweries in Seattle, so you know I can go to. Um, a lot of breweries and fine trucks still, but still not even a fraction of the trucks are coming out.
0: Actually, Nacho Mamas was up in Issaquah Highlands on Thursday.
1: Yeah. I was and I almost wanted to go up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I saw that. I'm just like, mm, Nelson says nothing ever happens in Issaquah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> Look, the highlight of the day is no, nothing against Nacho Mamas, but the highlight of the week in Issaquah is a Nacho Mamas food truck. That's, yeah. that's good and bad, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's good and bad. They got good nachos. One, they make yeah. they, they make house-made hot sauce, and they always have a dessert. Like, every week, they have a different dessert. Like, yeah, they they got it all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's go ahead and get started with the show, Monica. We have some things to talk about. Just, I didn't make a jingle for this week for our what are we eating during quarantine. Awesome. <laughs> I know. We'll talk about that <laughs> a little bit later. I tried to do a rap, but it just sounded really, really, I don't know, like a dad rapping, I guess. I'm not a dad, but it's just, I'm Nelson and I'm here to say we eat lots of food every day. You know, it's just like, oh, no, this is terrible. This is terrible. Oh, no.
1: no if, you, if you make up a rap, I want it to sound like Eminem. I want it to be all like bad, bad A, since I can't swear on your podcast.
0: Oh, my like, podcast. Monica's not allowed podcast. to swear on a
1: podcast. <laughs>
0: You heard it here first, everybody. Monica's the one that's been buying the extra microphones on Amazon because she's going to spin off and do her own foodie podcast. Guys,
1: Nelson has so many stupid rules. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's not rules. He's got so many rules, you guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be censored on iTunes. That's the only thing. I don't want to be censored.
1: Okay. Back to the show. (laughs) All right.
0: We picked up something really cool yesterday out of the Fobok boat. Monica, tell us about this.
1: Well, uh, if y'all haven't heard, because it's hot news on the street, Mangosteen is back in town and we've been talking about them for years. If you missed it, check out episode five with Chef Taiha for a flashback. So around this time of year, Mangosteen would be on the streets for the season, but that's not really happening right now. So what folks might not know about is that they cater. So, Nelson, you and I had a chance to pick up a family meal yesterday, and there was a spatchcock chicken in there and some coleslaw, some rice and potatoes. I normally don't like chicken breast. I don't eat chicken breast, but I got to say it was so tender and juicy. I'm kind of just like questioning everything right now. Like It was fantastic. (laughs) Um, I'm a believer. For me, the other surprise was the potatoes. I mean, it just looks like potatoes, and I could see corn in it. And when I took a bite, I'm all, oh my gosh, what is that? I'm all, is that apples? Diced apples, Nelson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Life life changing for me. Loved it. (laughs) Loved it. How did you like it?
0: For me, that Asian potato salad reminded me of the Korean potato salad you normally have at Korean barbecue spots, Mm -hmm. like uh, out in Linwood and stuff. Mm -hmm. That kind of is what I remind me. Spatchcock chicken. We used to see it all the time in in November because to not have dry turkey, one of the methods is to spatchcock a whole turkey. But I haven't seen it with the chicken in a while. And yes, because everything cooks evenly because everything's laid out flat for everything. The breast is just as juicy as the hindquarters as well as the wings. It's the perfect way to cook chicken or any type of poultry, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it was totally delicious. And on Sunday, Mangelstein teamed up with uh to make smoked brisket pho at, at Soup Shop. And so that was like a really sweet collab. I didn't get a chance to stop by because I had to do another pickup. But guys, while they're not on the streets, if you have catering needs, and let's face it, we all do because we're all just staying at home and need food. Uh, check out Mangosteen. Check out their website for their menu.
0: I talked to Chef Ty for just briefly before I head back to my car. They are going to be cooking out of the boat for a while. Check on the website as well as on their Instagram account for updates because they're going to be launching a menu and you can pick it up. Maybe Mm -hmm. more on the regular.
1: I'm just, I'm such a huge fan. Nelson, why don't you tell me what you've been eating or should we say cooking in the last week?
0: Yeah, for the first time in the last five weeks, Monica... I've lost track of time and day. I, I literally don't know what's going on. It's finally gotten to me. I didn't cook as much as I normally did because it's cooking takes a lot of effort sometimes. However, I did do some cooking last year. If you recall, Cena Seafoods sent us some salmon for both you and I. And I've had it in the freezer for a while. I had some Copper River fillets in the freezer and I finally defrosted it, pan seared it with some roasted vegetables at the beginning of the week. I know how much you don't like vegetables, Monica, so I'm trying to eat as much as I can for the two of us. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Take one for the team. Take one for the team. (laughs) (laughs) However, I really need to stop buying vegetables from Costco because I keep forgetting when you're buying a bag of Brussels sprouts, it's for a family of six. Not yeah. just one person or cauliflower, so I have so much to use. <laughs> Carrots. My fridge is still so full of vegetables, so I've been trying to figure out what to use. I made also some bucatini bolognese in the instant pot. If you recall, Tutabella gave us a pasta <laughs> making kit that I've had for a while, so I'm just, I'm just rehashing our the archives right here now mm-hmm. and just getting everything. I loved cooking the pasta in instant pot. Have mm-hmm. you ever done that before? That was the first time I've ever done it.
1: I love my instant pot. I use it at least once or twice a week and I use it for all kinds of things. My next thing is I'm going to try to make yogurt, but uh, pasta comes out surprisingly good.
0: Also, what is up with bacon, Monica? I, you and I love bacon. We do, mm-hmm. but how come every time I have to buy bacon, it's in like a 14 or 16 pack. I, <laughs> i love bacon but i don't need 10 pieces of bacon i'm just telling you right now anyway i made breakfast for dinner look i looked at this igtv cooking demonstration on how to make korean eggs it's called gear and mari which are korean rolled omelet eggs and i just failed at it making it miserably it just did not turn out well (laughs) The reason is you need to use a small omelet pan, and I ended up wanting to use the Avio kitchen pan, our Uh, non-lidless Avio kitchen pan, and uh, it didn't work. You're going to have to use a smaller pan if you're going to want to do omelets. I guess there's a reason why they have omelet pans that they sell, just specifically for that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. I mean, you know, when you're going to culinary school, omelets is like one of the things that you need to perfect, and so they made a whole pan for it. (laughs) But, you know, Nelson, I have to say it looked it looked OK to me. So I think you were really hard on yourself. And I, I keep telling people like during this time, like be kind to yourself. It's OK. Like, you know, you don't don't be too hard on yourself. It's cool. Everything's yeah. cool.
0: I know, but it, it looks so simple and easy to make. The IG video was only a minute and a half. So I was like, this is easy. I could totally do this. <laughs> I, yes, I'm cooking. It's um, like They, they <laughs> don't tell you how hot, how, how the the pan needs to be how much eggs you should be using and then they don't tell you anything about quantities or the heat level or anything like that so uh lesson learned lesson learned maybe i'll have to start watching the youtube ones i don't know
1: yeah you know i mean (laughs) uh my number one pro tip i could give you is uh stop learning how to cook from like 30 second videos (laughs) that's that's pro tip number one and if they are short videos then uh follow people who at least put the ingredients and the temperatures and like you know like three sentences about what you should be doing (laughs) so maybe youtube is the right place for you
0: (laughs) yeah what have you been cooking what have you been making monica
1: Um, cooking, you know, it's been kind of a stressful week. I've been working on a big project that's like really flipping me out. I was kind of bummed out that I couldn't spend Easter with my family last week. And uh, so that night for Easter dinner, uh, we had tikka masala paneer and naan. And so uh, the only thing I wish is that... I kept Jasmine rice around. I don't keep Jasmine rice around the house. I always have short grain and I, I always keep some dessert rice as well. Um, just in oh. case I want to make something sweet. So no, it was, it was a nice dinner, but that was my one regret. So speaking of pantry items, Nelson, I need to stock some Jasmine rice. <laughs> I also
0: I have some, plenty of Jasmine rice. Yeah, I think I bought one 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 like a 50 one pound one bag one the one other one week. One. I don't know what dessert rice is though. What's dessert rice?
1: Dessert rice is specifically prepared for sweet treats. So, like if you're making Uh mango sticky rice, yeah, that's what I was assuming. Or you know. All, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So, any sort of sweet rice dessert, it's it's what you use for it. It's just more glutinous. It's definitely more sweet. It's a little stickier. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's it's kind of different. Uh, what else have I made? Oh, you know, I was feeling really nostalgic one day. And I, I noticed that at least in my family and our Zoom calls, we've been talking a lot about things we ate when we were a kid. So, I picked up some SNS Simon, which is a particular kind of Simon, like a brand. It comes frozen, uh-huh. And that uh-huh. was Wajamaya. And I just ate that for lunch. I mean, you mix it with spam and kamaboka and green onions and just reminds me of like you could get that anywhere in Hawaii, like any place makes it because it's pre-cooked and you just add hot water and the dashi and so Mm -hmm. good. So that's pretty much nothing really fancy going on at my house, you know.
0: I wonder if there's still a spam shortage at the grocery store.
1: Yeah, it's hit or miss at Costco, I notice. Um, At the grocery store, I... I was I still had a lot of stock from before COVID because I always do get spam at Costco because we eat so much of it. Uh, We're a two can spam family. So when we eat spam for a meal. We have to make two cans because my kid loves it, too.
0: Still, I don't know what I need to do with 24 cans of spam. I love spam. But again, 24 cans is way too much. That's about four years worth for me.
1: Well, here's what you should do. You should get together with other people you know who are single, and y'all should have a co-op. And no, then,
0: I don't want know, to do that. Oh I don't want God. to do that. Monica. Like we don't have enough to be friends. The introverted me doesn't want to have to divvy it out, and then I have to go to someone's house and make 30 seconds of small talk before dropping it off. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I just rather talk through a microphone. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you had a problem and I
1: offered you a solution. And this is why I don't like talking to you, Nelson. <laughs> because it's a better value to buy it from Costco, but it's only a good value true. If, it, if it gets eaten, right? So, okay, it's so true. now I guess I'm in charge of the single people co-op, even though I'm not going to be in it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't want to organize it, but if you want me to participate in it, I'm all in (laughs) for it.
1: Yeah, that's the start (laughs) of Nelson's life right there. I don't want to organize it, Monica, but you let me know if that becomes a thing and I'm happy to participate.
0: (laughs) You know me. You know me.
1: Uh, Yeah, I do. Okay, what what have you been doing for takeout?
0: Takeout. Like I mentioned, I've been cooking less because I just wasn't in the mood. It's just, it's just gotten to me, Monica. I'm just telling you. So at the beginning of the week, I got some Siu Bao or Sha Bao from Shao Chi They're normally known for their Shenzhen Baos, but during this time they're making XLBs and you can buy them in bulk frozen and then steam them later. I asked them, when are they going to have the Shenzhen Baos? Because I really miss them. And Mm -hmm. there's no other place that makes them as good around here Mm -hmm. in Seattle. And they said they're trying to make it soon. I think it just takes a while to cook them. Mm -hmm. I think they're trying to figure out some logistics behind that and look out for their account and hopefully they'll have them up soon. Hmm. I was hearing so many good things about Taurus Ox out in Capitol Hill, about their Lao burger, Monica, you probably heard about this. So I had to try it. I got a side of Lao sausage with it. Wow. This really lived up to the hype because it was really, really good. The patty was had some lemongrass inside it. It was a really exceptional burger. It's I'm going to order this again and then sit down and eat there and enjoy it. Because I had to drive all the way back to a to eat it. It was still tasty, but Ooh. I want to eat it nice and warm.
1: Yeah, sounds good. I
0: haven't been there. Yeah, I wanted to try it out. And then finally, oh, I had to treat yourself had <laughs> to get myself a 10-piece omakase from Wataru for $40. That's right, people. I was eating $4 a piece of nigiri. <laughs> I've always wanted to go here. It, it takes months and months to reserve a seat at the counter. So I had to try their omakase. I got the last omakase of the whole week I just splurged and I have to say it was worth more the $40 plus tip it was really good very exceptional sushi I don't know if I'm going to do it again but I had to try it and it was worth it
1: yeah I might have to get that I mean $40 is you know a better deal than the 185 that I paid for my last omakase at a different place so yes (laughs) I have have to go over there and, and you know, the deal with omakase, it, and I figured it out, like why I was so bummed out is um, I grew up in a place with really great access to seafood. So I've tried a lot of things. And so for me, it's not that experimental. Like I know a lot of what I like and what I don't like. So for me, you know, it's like a quarter of the things I didn't like and didn't want to see. And then they served it like three times. So it was mm-hmm. super stressful. But.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, well, it works for a lot of people. I, I think it's a really great way to get to taste a lot of different things if you're not used to it. But, you know, I grew up by the ocean. So.
0: <laughs> I was just curious A lot of these restaurants These higher Echelon type restaurants Don't do takeout Because mm-hmm. they're always A sit down Dine in And I wanted to see How they changed Their philosophy And mm-hmm. what they come up with It's it's very good And for a valuable price Right now It's a good deal For a $40 omakase
1: Yeah no It sounds good it looks good too Cool
0: And what have you been getting For takeout Monica I always like to Live vicariously through you What are you eating Monica <laughs>
1: Okay, (laughs) that didn't sound creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. Um, Yeah, Nelson, I went to You Need a Burger, and that's one of our favorites. So they have like a really easy uh, online ordering system. And I got the Philly burger fries and our favorite, the huckleberry shake. And Nelson, you were credited. You were the one that put that shake on my radar because you know me. I'm always going for like creamy chocolatey stuff. And you're always like. No, fruits. Hell.
0: All about the fruits, especially yeah, the shakes, especially the shakes. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I have to say that that's a winner. And so I'm never going to forget that one. And I always like to get it there. And it's just a really great family meal. That was a really reasonable price. I think that You Need a Burger really has their takeout system down really well. They have a window where you walk up to. It's easy to keep distance from people. So love that experience. And, you know, Nelson, it's a new week, so I had to get my beer on. So I ordered from BevMo. BevMo also has a really great system that keeps things moving along. So online ordering or delivery. So that's really great. But when you go to pick up, you have a range, like an hour range, and they actually text you when it's ready. So like my order was ready before my time range. So I got in the car, I went down there and like people just can't come up and like buy alcohol like you have to order online. And um, it was really efficient. And so really like really admire what they were doing down there. And then one day last week, I had to go to the office to pick up equipment and Honestly, there in the business district, there aren't a lot of places open. So I stopped by Happy Teriyaki, and so this is kind of just like standard teriyaki. And you and I have talked about teriyaki a lot, and sort of my disagreement with the way that it's served here in Seattle. <laughs> but their food is always fast, and they don't pre-marinate. But I really like the flavor of their sauce. And so even though like I'm not a huge teriyaki fan, I know if I'm trying to eat lunch at like two o'clock in the afternoon, and other places are closed, I can always go there because they're open late and they're really fast.
0: I saw your coworkers' workers tulips. Ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> RIP for those tulips. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: so sad, right? And I know they're trying to blame COVID, but yeah. that's a lie. So they got that before COVID. There's two of them, <laughs> them who shared an office. Obviously, they both had the power to take it with them when we started to work from home. They did not do that they had a track record as plant killers so that is not oh the first my. plant that they killed so they're murderers <laughs> and you know so th- this this lie that they're telling people that is because of covid it's lies and then one of them asked me they're just like so i hear that you know there's a bulb and we can replant it. And well yeah you can it blooms every season but you have to plant it the right way because i don't know if people get that bulbs only go one way but whatever
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't judge because I am not the best at watering plants either. I'm Mm. not as consistent, so I'm not going to judge there. But yeah, okay. I had no idea plants were were not COVID resistant, though. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Other people's plants are thriving. Um, I think there was too much negative energy in their workspace, to be honest with you. Plants gotcha. are very sensitive to energy, yes. uh, positive or negative. And so, um, yeah. So if you <laughs> talk to it, say nice things to it, and tell it that you love it, it'll grow just like a person. Yes. But if you're just like, you're ugly and I hate you, of course it's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plant psychology, Money B Seattle. <laughs> Full of all kinds of information <laughs> okay so finally uh the last place uh i ordered a family meal from was from Bella nelson and i have to tell you this is such a great deal uh you get two pizzas caesar salad and tiramisu and it's for just 40 dollars. their pizza completely on point in fact i think it tasted better the next day it's fantastic caesar salad i love that dressing i think they do a really great job with it tiramisu i'm not a big tiramisu fan i have to say but you know this one i think they burn it off really well and so it goes down real easy so um yeah usually don't like that but i like theirs that was the first time trying it
0: i'm very surprised you're not a big tiramisu fan considering it has so much rum in it (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yeah I know, right?
1: I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of boozy desserts. I, d- I think I just like my booze, you know, in a glass.
0: Yeah. Well, lots of good eats. Uh, yeah. Lots of good one. I don't know next this week. I I don't know what's going to I have to look to see what's in my fridge. I don't plan on going grocery shopping because I have way too many groceries. So we'll see. I don't know. I was making trying to make a point that I haven't gotten some takeout from Issaquah. (laughs) It's always been in Seattle. So I I think I'm going to make a conscious effort of picking something up or getting something delivered here. And who knows? Maybe I'll go to the food truck on Wednesday. Yeah, (laughs) there you go
1: maybe you can catch nacho mama's on thursday
0: check yeah, we'll out. We'll all right let's go ahead and go on to our next segment this is uh something i kind of created i was just thinking in my head i think probably just either in the car when i was driving to run errands or something i just thought what are some of the places we can't wait to get back to and eat at when they reopen so monica i kind of texted you and said let's come up with our top three lists and we can share it. And what are some restaurants you can't wait as soon as this is all over and restaurants are back to opening business and having people come in and dine. Where do you want to go? You want to start it off for us?
1: Uh, Yeah. My first place is Susu dessert bar. So as you know, I've known Katie and five for years and I'm so excited that they have their storefront open and don't get me wrong. They're killing it right now. Like they're doing really well with the to-go options that they're having, but that space is so cute. I want in there and I haven't gotten a chance to try some of their drinks. I hear that their coffee drinks are really great too, but I haven't, you know, I've been getting goods through delivery from my brother. So, um, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just so excited. They, they, they're not selling rolled ice cream right now, but around this time they would also be out at the street market. So I'm kind of missing that as well. There's sort of like an internal clock for me for street food. It starts late, you know, April into May. And I'm just like, I want all the things that I've been missing for the winter. And so I just, I'm craving it. So this is one of the places I'm going to go as soon as, as soon as I am able. Yeah. What about you?
0: Well, after I went and picked up my mangosteen meal, Thought of Susu, it's like, because were, like, we're so mm-hmm. close to the Chinatown International District. Mm-hmm. I, I went back, and of course, there's free parking. <laughs> so <Yeah>. I went <laughs> to Susu and Katie was eating with their family and I opened the door and she was like we're sold out and I'm like no I knew this was going to yeah. happen yeah. yeah and they're eating Jade Garden takeout and there's like we're sold yeah. out for the day and it's like unless you want to buy some wine they have a beautiful wine selection yeah. and it's just gorgeous the way they set it up I I want to come back and I want to sit down with you and, or without you, it doesn't matter. But And just try the desserts. No. Cause it looks, it, I know shots fired. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> we might not both be at this, be there at the same time, but yeah, I want to sit down and check Message it out. Message
1: received. I will go by myself. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Nelson. What the hell? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: So for for me, speaking of International District in Chinatown, I can't wait to have dim sum with friends. Now, yes, I understand you can buy dim sum right now from places like Jade Garden, Purple Dot, and recently Harvard City just opened up again. But it's just different sitting down with friends trying to haggle with, with the cart pushers. And is like, no, I don't want the egg rolls. Don't push me on the egg rolls. Or <laughs> I, I miss all of that. I miss all of that. And just ordering 10 different items, not just two items that I can take for takeout, not just the sumai and the haggau. Mm. I want to get 10 mm. different kinds of foods. And that's what I'm missing right now is just getting six of us or how many of us at a lazy Susan table. And we can just order a bunch of food and just try certain things. That's what I'm missing.
1: Do you also miss uh, telling the lady in Chinese, No, my friends aren't that drunk. Please serve them more beer like they asked? Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's always a great one in Chinese. That's always a good one. It's always a good one. I'm glad I can tell them in Chinese with that one. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're fine. Please just give them the beer (laughs) and bring the food. When you bring the food, they'll stop it.
0: Oh, my gosh! Why are you giving us the pot stickers? Just because we speak English doesn't mean you have to push the bad stuff to us. Like don't give us the pot stickers. Don't give us the egg rolls. This is, this is why I feel like it's my duty as a Cantonese speaking person to talk to them in Chinese so they understand you're not trying to push the eggplant on us. Don't push that on us. don't don't, don't do that. It's like i know the monica doesn't stuff. like vegetables she will cut you
1: <laughs> oh my
0: gosh! yeah good
1: times yeah i miss those times too nelson i do i miss them
0: <laughs> all right monica how about you give us another one the next place i'm ready to go is
1: south lake union saturday market so opening day is coming up and it would have been i think it would have been april 25th next weekend so that's not happening um <laughs> But usually on opening day, so Salt Lake Union is actually one of the younger markets, and I've been going to it ever since, of course, they open. And so usually my first day is I'm there before they open. Vendors contact me weeks ahead of time, have me stop by. I get to see my favorites on the street. I get to sit on the grass at Denny Park and enjoy the hustle of an urban market. I mean, I can't tell you, I can't wait to be on the streets again. I mean, I hear that Ballard's Farmer's Market opened up, but it's totally not the same experience. And there were way too many people there, so I didn't go. But I just want to get back to my roots. I just want to I just want to be home again. And that's like home to me. All these markets are right. And I really miss it. And like, I'm totally tearing up right now because right now I'm always two sentences away from crying. So, yeah, fair enough.
0: No, I totally understand. (laughs) For me, another one is Korean barbecue. That's my second choice. I just don't have a portable grill at home where you can just cook up a bunch of kalbi <laughs> and pork belly. I just, I just don't have a grilling system that has this ventilation out of my ceiling. I don't have that in my house. So I do miss eating that, especially the Korean potato salad that I mentioned before. Therefore, I can't wait to go out to Linwood or to Federal Way. Or there's also Blue Ginger in Bellevue. Monica, we were supposed to go to meet Korean barbecue on Capitol Hill. Yeah. I want to do that before COVID happened. Uh, I still—that's still on my list. So Korean yeah. barbecue is my next one.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, finally, we get to go have Korean barbecue where somebody cooks us the food like it's supposed to be. Yes. <laughs> Finally. And then we never got to go. So I'm excited about that as well. <laughs> okay. My next one is for LA. And so for LA was set, the bricks was set to open early in the spring and then COVID just changed everything. I can't wait to visit the space. Looks amazing. I've been keeping an eye on the updates of it being painted and I already know the food is, excellent and you know the truck's not running right now so i'm so missing their food everything from the sucio wings to the gringo to the fuego uh, i just miss it all and i cannot wait to see them again
0: i saw young painting some dragon design i think that that's the latest update i saw on facebook mm-hmm. i think that was maybe mm-hmm. yesterday or a couple days ago yeah. yeah monica i was on the borderline of calling you out for some racial tensions here when you said the gringo the fuego the window, the wall. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, where, oh where are you going with this, Monica? Where are you heading towards?
1: Oh my gosh.
0: But then I forgot, of oh. course, those are sandwich names, of course.
1: Sandwich name. Oh my god. Skeet, 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 skeet,
0: skeet. skeet, skeet. MF. <laughs> not, again, not allowed to swear on Nelson's podcast. iTunes, <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> I do such Okay, Nelson, what's, what's your last one? My last one on this list, the obvious one is Snowy Village because I'm t- kind of tired of eating pints of ice cream for my desserts, Monica. <laughs> just, no, don't get me wrong. I love eating a pint of Frankie and Joe's or even a Haagen-Dazs. I do miss some Snowy Village. That's the obvious one. So I'm going to go something different and throw you a curveball because you know me. I'm not a huge fan Mm -hmm. of chocolate. I do like chocolate. But for some reason, I am missing hot cakes, molten chocolate cakery. They're dark (laughs) decalants, lava-type cakes. Look, you can order the takeout from there. But when I drive back, it's not molten anymore. It's hardened. (laughs) I just can't eat it. (laughs) otherwise i'd have to get in the car and just be one of those people is like oh i feel awful about myself but i'm eating in my car and i'm just like oh you know type of thing i don't want to do that their ice cream that goes with it either it's with the hardened shell or their toffee ice cream it just combines so well i'm just thinking Mm -hmm. about foods that just come and you need to eat right away not even taking pictures like as soon as you got to eat it right away type of thing that's my last one is molten chocolate
1: Hmm. y'all are spoiled Back in the day when Hot Cakes, when Autumn Martin started on the streets at Ballard Farmer's Market.
0: Oh, name dropper, name dropper.
1: There was no dessert cafe. What we would buy is take and bake and we bake it at home. And so you can still do that. I do that every once in a while. I'll drop by and buy some of the jars and come bake it at home. Turns out really well. She perfected that early on.
0: It says the person that doesn't want to have to cook her own meat. Yeah, okay. Baking's different. I
1: like something fresh out of the oven, so that that chocolate is ooey gooey. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Like you don't. <laughs> and then you get it all ooey gooey, and then when we put the ice cream on. It's a little melty, but a little cold still. Hot, cold, burn my mouth. You know. <laughs> it's like it's like that uh, the Iron Sunday at Iron Day, which is like it's so hot, it's so cold. Like I just burned my tongue. I can't taste anything, but I can't stop eating it at the same time. It's exactly like that, Nelson. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nelson. Yes. Uh, we have a really interesting interview this week, so why don't you tell us about it?
0: Yes. Yes. It's really interesting. Today's guest is a friend and old coworker of mine. Her name is Monica Jacobson of Eat Move Thrive Spokane. Monica is a registered dietitian and wellness coach, and she brings a wealth of knowledge to conscious eating. Monica, I thought it'd be kind of fun to have her on the show. It's a little bit different. We can have her talk about some tips to eat at home and a grocery shop while we're all sheltered in place. Currently, she is doing virtual sessions, and I asked for some of her expertise. So here's our interview with Eat, Move, Thrive, Spokane, Monica Jacobson. Hey, listeners. This is kind of a special interview because I have one of my good old coworker and friend. This is Monica Jacobson. She is Eat, Move, Thrive, Spokane, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. Hi, Monica. Thanks for coming on the show.
2: Thanks, Nelson. I'm so glad to be here.
0: Oh my gosh, it has been so many years. I can't even remember. It's been so long that we've been, we used to work together back in Bellevue. Now you're out in Spokane. Tell us a little bit about Eat Move Thrive Spokane for me.
2: Yeah, thanks. Well, Eat Move Thrive Spokane is a one on one nutrition and wellness coaching business. So all the clients that I work with are seeking. My guidance as a registered dietitian nutritionist, so that's what I went to school for. That's my my credential. Um, <laughs> so they work with me on lots of different health goals, anywhere from weight loss to optimizing their nutrition for themselves or their families, uh, disease prevention and management. Most of what I do is one on one coaching, and that's all done virtually, which, it, like even pre. COVID-19 so this is Mm -hmm. how I've always rolled so that that actually works well (laughs) Uh, during this time yeah and then aside from one-on-one coaching I do events in the community here in Spokane like cooking classes and give talks to different groups of people in various settings from like gyms and studios to corporate wellness talks and presentations so yeah that's Eat, Move, Thrive in a Nutshell.
0: So I'm just curious, how has this whole stay at home mandate kind of changed your business?
2: Yeah, it's a good question. You know, honestly, not a lot because most of what I do is remote and virtual. So all the clients that I talk to in coaching, we we already were meeting over the phone or video meetings to begin with. That's all been pretty seamless. Unfortunately, I can't be out in the community doing cooking classes and seeing people face to face, which is a bummer. So that has had to subside a little bit. But I'm trying to do more things like podcasts and webinars and keep people engaged with content in that way now. So that has changed. Nothing significant for my business. I would say the bigger challenges for my clients, like now that they're at home and getting all their meals mostly from home versus out and about, new challenges there, new challenges with their fitness routine. So I'm really, I'd say that's the biggest change is helping them navigate our current state of affairs.
0: Yeah, I agree. With me, I also work from home as well, as most people know. I thought, oh, this is not going to be a hard transition. It'll be fine because I'm usually just at home. But it is just so hard because I need breaks in the day where I need to go out. I need to go to the gym. I need to go run errands. I just need to go out. (laughs) Now we're only secluded to either walks outside or doing some or run outside or going to the grocery store or getting your medications at a pharmacy. That's basically what you're limited to. So it's it's really hard because I'm itching. Like I want to go out and do happy hour with friends or go out to the bar and grab dinner with a client or something like that. And I can't do that. And it it's it's a little bit more difficult for me at home.
2: Yeah, absolutely. There's so many, there's different challenges at home when you're forced to do that day over day. I mean, I certainly took for granted, so I completely get that. Mm
0: -hmm. When we were working together, you were a registered dietitian Mm -hmm. and I was working in testing for assessment. How did you get started with Eat, Move, Thrive? And now you're a wellness coach as well. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, so... That's right. Uh, When we worked together, that was my first job as a dietitian (laughs) 10 years ago. So a lot has happened in my career in in that amount of time. But I, I founded Eat Move Thrive Spokane last year. The business is is approaching the one year anniversary. So that's exciting. But, you know, I honestly wasn't planning on starting a a private practice here in Spokane, but I was working for a company, a startup that was based out of Seattle called Airavale. Some of you may have heard of this company, but it was an amazing job and and position that I held in the company. And I was a part of this startup for about four, a little over four years. And uh, we ran a wellness program where we looked at genetics and blood data. And then we coached people going through our program based on their health goals and wellness goals um, with having all this genetic data and all this cool stuff at our fingertips, which is amazing as a dietitian to just have all this inside scoop of what's happening with someone's body and their genetic predisposition. With the unfortunate closing of the company in, in April of last year, I was suddenly forced to have to figure out, okay, I had my dream job at the time. What do I do next? And so as a dietitian, I've worked in a lot of different settings from sports nutrition to more clinical care. And I thought, you know, I just want to do my own thing. I want to be my own boss and be flexible with my time. Uh, I do have two kiddos. They're three and five. So (laughs) I thought, you know, I think I just want to open my own practice here. That's how Eat, Move, Thrive, Spokane started. I have to say it's been great. It's the next best thing that I could be doing um, compared to my job at Aerovale, which I just loved. But this is, this is really perfect for me in this season of my life.
0: That's so awesome.
2: (laughs) Thank you. I was just going to say the other thing is I just get to keep doing what I'm doing, which is helping people optimize their nutrition and their wellness through food and fitness. And that's what I'm personally most passionate about. So it works.
0: Yeah. The reason I wanted to have you on is because obviously we are all at home. A lot of people I'm, I'm seeing, I'm reading a lot of people's tweet because we're not as active, right? Like I mentioned, we can't go out to our regular gym, so we have to do a lot of home workouts. And most people may not be as active around the house. There's this term called the quarantine 15. One of the biggest concerns is weight gain, right? Mm -hmm. Because people are doing a lot of comfort eating, not really following a routine. It's taken a while. What are some tips you can give our listeners to help us kind of neutralize or keep our weight in balance and what are some healthy habits?
2: Yeah, it's a good question. And I I know the term, the quarantine 15 and (laughs) (laughs) seeing a lot of great memes out there and all that stuff. Well, yeah, it is a legitimate concern that people are worried about. First and foremost, I'm just encouraging people, including myself, to just be kind and compassionate to yourself because this is a crazy time. We are in unprecedented Mm -hmm world right now, everyone is pretty stressed out. Because of that, our eating habits change, our fitness habits change, and our mental health is constantly changing and on a bit of a roller coaster. So first and foremost, I think people just need to just cut themselves a little slack and take a deep breath and know that it is okay. Uh, it's, it's very unlikely People are going to gain weight exponentially during this time. That being said, there is some importance to just taking good care of yourself through good habits right now to boost your immunity and help keep your mental health at a good place and thus preventing like an unwanted weight gain too. I think that's just important to like throw that out there right away. You know, it's an interesting time too, because even though we're at home and we don't have access to happy hours and getting whatever food we want on the ready, dining out places or grabbing takeout, even though a lot of us can still get takeout. But obviously things are different. I think there's actually a silver lining there that people can challenge themselves to do more cooking at home because I know you're a foodie. I consider myself a foodie. All these listeners are probably foodies. So (laughs) we all appreciate good food and going out. But now is a great time to challenge yourself with some even simple culinary skills at home because you do have so much more control over what you eat when you're the one cooking it. I think that's kind of the first tip is just to embrace this time where you have a little bit more free time to do some cooking and and healthy cooking at that. Stocking up your house with healthy foods is also really important. It's easy to want all the comfort foods right now, the alcohol right now. I know that's a significant challenge for a lot of us. I know I for sure have been drinking more often than I would. <laughs> have we not been in quarantine <laughs> So I'll be the first to admit that, but really like just making sure your home doesn't become too challenging of a place to be. If your goal is to not be eating foods that feel like they're counterproductive for your health goals, filling up the house with all the good stuff, like fresh and frozen veggies. I know sometimes that's hard to get fresh right now, um, but frozen vegetables, there's, there's nothing wrong with frozen veggies. They're actually picked at their prime and frozen at their prime in terms of like the farming piece of it. So if you can rely on frozen veggies right now, that's totally okay. Other things like keeping lean protein around and cooked whole grains, healthy snacks, like popcorn kernels, rice cakes, dried garbanzo beans, like chickpea snacks. Those are all good, like salty, crunchy things that offer like a high nutrient profile, but they're not going to be just empty calories so to speak that aren't so that aren't giving you like nutrition bang for your buck. I would say those are important things to keep around. When you are stuck at home, you have those ingredients ready to go. Another thing is just aside from nutrition is moving your body, getting out of the house, ideally even just to like you mentioned Nelson go for a run or go for a walk. I don't know about you, but I'm like just loving seeing so many people outside on bikes, on walks. (laughs) Um, It's so awesome. It's like people that probably haven't been doing that recreationally for a long time, if ever, are out there right now. And I just, I love it. It's so cool to see that.
0: I love seeing it too. It's just fun. Just seeing kids and just the whole family just walking around in my neighborhood. I think that's the best part. Yeah. I'm just so glad that you as a dietitian just, kind of said it's okay that's I think that's the the main take is that it's okay right now during this time that you don't have to be perfect with your diet and I think those foods that you listed I think are a great idea and that's something I want to make sure I'm targeting when I'm grocery shopping is getting some of those things and having those on hand choosing those chickpea snacks over maybe like potato chips or something like that
2: yeah exactly
0: you have a blog, I think, from Eat, Move, Thrive. Yeah. One of the most recent article that you read about is how to survive during quarantine. Was that what it was?
2: Uh Oh, like meal planning tips during quarantine? Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 What are some recipes that you'd like to share with us that, that's kind of your favorite to make during this time?
2: Yeah, definitely. Well, I, for one, I'm having a lot of fun cooking a lot more these days. I already spent a lot of time in my kitchen, but now with extra time on my hands i'm having fun just being creative and what i like to do is share my creations and recipes that i make whether they're my original ones or ones that i've gotten from another like a food blog or something like that i love to post those things on social media so you can follow me on Uh, Instagram or Facebook at Eat, Move, Thrive, Spokane. For more like specific recipes, I love to plan my recipes around what's in my fridge, especially those foods that are going to turn bad quickly. So I already hated food waste. That's like a, a personal thing for me. And so now I'm like extra just hyper aware of like trying to use up what's in my fridge before it goes bad. I love to do recipes that will use kind of whatever's under the kitchen sink, that concept of, but more like whatever's in your fridge kind of a concept when I'm planning meals. So I like to do things like grain bowls, like Buddha bowls. I'm guessing like that concept rings a bell for a lot of people. Basically, you use some kind of cooked whole grain like brown rice or quinoa or farro or barley something like that put that at the base of a a bowl and then throw in some lean protein this could be like some shredded chicken or cubed tofu or some smoked salmon or even just like some canned black beans or lentils and then that's your protein and then on top of that you put whatever veggies you've got in in your fridge so maybe you've got some broccoli that's starting to like smell pretty kind of kind of stinky <laughs> It's a good time <laughs> before it gets slimy but a good time to just chop that up and you can cook it first or you can eat it raw and throw that on top of your your grain bowl any veggies like really any and all are great and then you just need some kind of fun sauce to put over the top of it and this is where it's so easy to make like a homemade peanut sauce or a pesto or like a Greek yogurt tzatziki sauce or a teriyaki sauce like you can really get creative and there are oodles of recipes out there for tasty sauces that are so so simple and if you've got a lot of those base ingredients on hand then you can usually whip those those kind of secret sauces up real quick and you've got a grain bowl with a different flavor profile or different kind of ethnic flair to it that's one of my favorite things to do even before quarantine. But I I think it's a a good recipe for people to know about because you can do so many different things with it.
0: One of the things I'm learning during this whole quarantine time is that I'm not a good improvisational cooker. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really always following recipes to the T because I just can't go out and get eggs, for example, at a grocery store. I have to buy everything in bulk and get everything all at once for the week. I just can't just, yeah. Oh, I'm just going to go to the grocery store today. And then tomorrow I'm going to grab something else later. I can't yeah. do that. So I have to look in my fridge. It's like, well, it asked for heavy cream. I don't really have that, but I do have milk. I, can, I guess I can use that instead. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing a lot of improvisation and it's really helping <laughs> with, yeah. with my cooking skills.
2: It is. It's tricky. And I, but I think the comfort comes with that, the, with just more experience, but by the end of this, who knows what you'll be like, Nelson. <laughs>
0: like, exactly. <you're> <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're coming up to the end of the interview. Thank you so much, Monica. It's awesome. Once again, eat, move, thrive, Is that where people can go if they want to book a virtual session with you?
2: Yeah, so you can go to my website, lukethrivespokane dot com and message me on there. There's like a contact t- uh, button on there. or you can also email me, which is Monica with a K, so M-O-N-I-K-A, at com, as well as DM me on Instagram or message me on Facebook. That's a great way to reach me. And on my website, if you wanted to get my shopping list, I've got an essential shopping list, which is categorized by different types of food, all like whole food ingredients. And most of the recipes that I post Contain all those types of ingredients. So if you are making your grocery store list anytime soon, you might want to subscribe to on my website so you can get my shopping list and have that as a a good resource as well.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for being on the show and giving us some healthy tips.
2: Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm thinking about all of you guys, and if you do need any extra help with coaching uh, or you want some accountability this during this crazy time, um, I am accepting new clients with coaching. So I'd love to hear from any of you guys.
0: Awesome. And that was our interview with Monica Jacobson of Eat, Move, Thrive Spokane. Again, you can follow her on Instagram and also you can book virtual sessions with her on Eat, Move, Spokane.com. Her blog has a lot of great tips, Monica, and some things you can make while you're at home. I know we've been eating a lot of you know, junk food. You got me moon cheese, which I absolutely killed. I killed five bags this whole week. (laughs) (laughs) So good. I'm using the air fryer a lot. So I just thought, what are some good tips to just kind of bring it back to center? What are some healthy options that I should be looking for when I'm going grocery shopping and, you know, getting chickpeas or rice cakes and vegetables or some other things too and she also had a really good tip is that right now during this time it's okay to splurge you don't have to have a perfect diet and eat spelt and tabbouleh you know things like that right you don't have to you don't have to eat like a rabbit the whole time it's like it's okay to just have some ice cream here and there and I think that's a good Mm -hmm. tip
1: no yeah when you pitched this idea to me I thought it was a great one because I think that um, on a daily basis we all kind of swing on this pendulum, right? Where one minute it's all, yeah, I'm going to eat a quart of ice cream, <laughs> not a pint <laughs> yeah. a of ice cream. And then the next minute it's just like, I'm going eat a salad. So, <laughs> so, so I think it's something that is extremely relevant to our time right now and that our listeners would get a lot of value out of. And I totally agree. You know, I mean, it, it's just like, it is what it is. This is a completely traumatic time. Things happen when we're all traumatized and, you know eating not so great is one of them you know so it's just a symptom of what's happening
0: all right monica that's pretty much our show for tonight anything before we end it here what's going on this week for you me oh so
1: much eating um well you know
0: i i'm I usually spend Sundays
1: trying to plan out my week in terms of the places that I'm going to visit. Um, I try, again, to spread spread the joy around in terms of donations and businesses that I'm supporting. So I'm coming up with my list for the week. So I think you'll be pleased at what you see, Nelson.
0: Nice, nice. I do like to live vicariously through you.
1: I know, not creepy. I expect to see an update. If Nacho Mamas is in Issaquah, I expect to see an update because their food just kills it every single time.
0: Okay, all right. If it's got Moni Beast Seattle endorsement, I'm there. I'm there. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening as always. Have a wonderful week. Happy eating, Seattle.